0: Are with your host, Tim Wildman, president of the American Family Association.
1: All right, welcome back, everybody, to today's issues on American Family Radio. And if you're planning on doing a, a tour of your own to Washington, D.C. and Mount Vernon or Williamsburg, uh, don't be trying to steal Stephen McDowell from me. Uh, okay? Mm. Stephen is mine to you and mine alone. So find your own historian. Okay? Yeah. I'm trying to be as nice as I can about this thing. <laughs> find your own. Find your own historian. Okay? I found Stephen. Mm-hmm. David Barton put me in touch with him, and now Stephen does our tours. And obviously, I'm not going to do them without him. No, uh, no, <laughs> no, no. I uh, mean, Tim,
2: his knowledge just I know. in that last segment is encyclopedic.
1: The, the names, the dates, the places, the, the stuff that's up there. I know. Phenomenal. And, and you know when David Barton asked you to be on his board of directors? Right. <laughs> Stephen McDowell is good friends with our mutual friend David Barton of Wall Builders, and and uh, S- Stephen sits on David's board. See, wow. anyway, just a wonderful guy, and his wife Beth. They're here in town with us in Tupelo, from uh, Charlottesville, VA, home of Thomas Jefferson, mm-hmm. Monticello. Wow! By the way, I've never been to Monticello. I need to get. I don't know. I, I've known Stephen all these years, and I've never been to. I need to get up there to wow. Charlottesville and Monticello. Um, steve jordal good morning brother steve good morning Tim. steve's rocking the elvis shirt today
0: it is, acts, is that new it is i uh remember a couple, a couple of days ago i said that i had ordered a paisley shirt
1: yeah you this, sure did this is it <laughs> that qualifies <laughs> yep. can you see him right on the mm. internet he's okay. beautiful that's it's so, a yeah that's
2: Paisley, dark green, olive. You know, what, what color is that, Steve? What it's you...
0: uh, gold and black and silver.
2: It's kind of silky looking.
0: It is. It's it's very comfortable. It's but it looks like
2: you're going to a 60s rock concert. I know. I might during do that. The, during but, the
1: Summer of Love.
2: I might right.
0: do that after the show. I don't know. Or, or
1: maybe <laughs> Elvis in 72 in a Vegas <laughs> lounge or that's something. That's exactly I, right. That, Engel, uh, Engelbert
3: Humperdinck.
0: <laughs> well, that's it's the gone, name that I hadn't heard like, in a long time. <laughs>
3: Englef- we, we the Bee
0: Gees it. could uh, rock this thing. <laughs> Whatever
3: happened to Engelbert Humperdinck? I'm not. I'm he not sure. He was one of the Wailing Welshmen. He and Tommy Jones. Right. Okay. Yeah. Tom, uh, Tom Jones. What Tom the, Jones. I call him Tom. Tom Jones. Jones. yeah. They were the Wailing Welshmen. Engelbert they could, Humperdinck. They
2: could, they could sing. Oh yeah. yeah. They could sing.
1: Oh
3: yeah. <laughs> I, I just hate to go
1: through life signing checks.
3: <laughs>
1: if my name was Engelbert Humperdinck, Engelbert. you know, because right. people are always going to ask you, "Sir, I'm
3: sorry, I can't read this."
0: Engelbert is Humperdinck, Humperdinck is 86 years old.
3: Well, really, yeah. The only reason I know I these were Tom the, Jones still alive too. Yeah, the music that I played when I was a DJ way, 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 was, way, way back.
0: He was married to Patricia Healy.
3: Well, there you go. That's I, not Heaton.
0: Oh, thank you. Okay. Yes.
1: Yeah, <laughs> she would be young enough to be his daughter.
0: I know. I t- yeah. Okay. Thank oh. you. I, that that confused everybody.
1: Me. Loves Raymond wife. Ooh, true. Yeah,
0: Ingerbug. Please release me. Let me go. I started something. I'm wearing the shirt, you know, got to
2: the paisley just rings right. it out. Is that what is that what he was known for? That yes. Song? One
0: of them. Yeah. Okay. Engelbert Francis, Humperdinck.
2: Oh, that was beautiful. Really beautiful.
1: Uh Mr. Miss <laughs> Humperdinck. Uh was sitting around going, "What can we name our son?" I know what. Let's go with Engel, Engelberger.
0: He was born in India. Really? Yes, according okay. to Wikipedia, which okay. is never wrong. Right. <laughs> right. right.
1: All right, uh, Steve, uh, what story first do you bring forth to us?
0: Well, let's uh, check in with President Biden, who is in Poland right now. He uh, delivered some, he had a speech uh, marking the one year anniversary of Russia's invasion of Ukraine. He's in Poland discussing how to bolster the U.S. presence in Poland. I don't know if you guys talked about. I was doing some work. No, we
1: did. I don't know. Did we play the same clip? No, I just
0: grabbed this. This is from his. This is from his speech. Uh, This happened maybe 20 minutes ago. Anyway, uh, here he is talking uh, about Putin. It'll be pretty obvious. He's talking about Putin. This is cut 12. Appetites
3: of the autocrat cannot be appeased. They must be opposed. Autocrats only understand one word no, no, no. No, you will not take my country. No, you will not take my freedom. No, you will not take my future. And I'll repeat tonight what I said last year in this same place. A dictator bent on rebuilding an empire will never be able to ease the people's love of liberty. Brutality. Will never grind down the will of the free, and Ukraine. Ukraine will never be a victory for Russia. Never.
0: Um, it, it, the Chiron on Fox News. Uh, I was we were reading as we were going to air here says he's planning on some more sanctions against Russia, announcing them this week.
1: You mean there's, stuff, we, there's something sanction we sanctioned? We
3: haven't imposed.
0: I think. Apparently, he thinks so.
3: Um, I was surprised to read that that we have. Other sanctions we can impose. You know, uh,
1: conservatives are divided on this. Yeah. You know that, right? Mm-hmm. Um, I, by by this, I mean continuing to support the war effort in Ukraine, and I guess amping up as President Biden has done there. Of course, he's the leader of the Democrat Party, not conservatives, but still in America, but still he's all in with, uh, Ukraine. Uh, what, what, what do you, Steve, what do you think is the, uh, I'm not asking you to choose sides here, but what do you think is, uh, what's dividing conservatives in America about, uh, our efforts to aid Ukraine?
0: I think a lot of, uh, conservatives think, uh, or realize that Joe Biden and his administration are not cutting it here at home. They're giving, uh, he just announced, do we, Talked about this uh, earlier. I think you guys talked about him giving Social Security help to uh, Ukrainians and a lot of people here. Yeah, that, we
1: called them pension funds, uh, didn't he? Yeah. Yeah. Social Security. Help, yeah.
0: Yeah. yeah. Um, retirement, that kind of stuff. So I think a lot of Americans, first of all, say um, he's not cutting it here. So what are we giving all this money to, to uh, another country for? And then also, remember the Trump doctrine we are not going to get in another war. Donald Trump got us. Uh, it didn't. It was the only president uh, of recent ilk that did not uh, send U.S. troops abroad to fight in a war. There were already troops abroad when he got there. He brought a lot of them back, and uh, that's kind of the the Trump doctrine: make America great again, and and uh, let the rest of the world, you know, come to us uh, in, in as as we're strong. Uh, Fred, Fred I
1: think that's, yeah. What do you think, Fred? What well, what's the dividing line for conservatives? Uh, in other words, where am I, not that you and I disagree, but, uh, you know, we all know friends, people in conservatives in politics who we admire going, you know, we shouldn't be over there doing this. Yeah. Go ahead.
3: Well, I, I think what Americans are divided on, define to, to a win in Ukraine. Okay. Define that for me. Okay. Some people say, you know, negotiation. Okay. Are you going to say the Ukrainians, hey, give up that 25% of the eastern part of your country and if that satisfies Putin, the war is over. Ukrainians are saying we're not going to do that. Here's what what worries me now at this point. If China is going to give weapons to the Russians, this thing could go on and on and on. And the question a lot of Americans have, All right, so China gives weapons to Russia to use against the Ukrainians. We're giving uh, military equipment to the Ukrainians. The American taxpayers are buying all kinds of stuff from China, so we're funding weapons that end up in Russia fighting the Ukrainians. And a lot of Americans are saying we don't need to go there. Right. What do you think? Uh, well, you
2: guys have already put your finger on, on what the real issue is. Most Americans instinctively support the idea of a free and independent Ukraine. Yes. We, we support that. We believe that's, that's a worthy thing. And given that Ukraine is the breadbasket of Europe, uh, it's worth, doing something to defend their defend them against what is obviously, uh, uh, obviously a obviously a illegal immoral invasion by russia but as you said fred what is the end of it we're a year in now china's talking about aiding russia so what and as i said in the last half hour what is or in the first half hour what is putin's end game here it's not really clear so are we in a quagmire no But I think a lot of conservatives, and I would put myself in this camp, we support Ukraine, but we do not support the idea of an endless war where there is neither victory nor defeat.
1: Yeah, as I said earlier in the show, you would hope by now you would hear talks of, okay, some kind of peace uh, deal being negotiated. Now, when you have a peace deal um, between – uh, warring factions like warring countries like Ukraine and Russia, that would that almost certainly means that no side gets everything that they want. Hmm. Well, I think the idea of giving up any part of their country to the Russian aggressor, aggressors here. Uh, as far as the as, as hard as the Ukrainians have fought with nobody, nobody quite frankly thought was possible to carry on a war against Russia this long and even be winning on some fronts. Uh, despite that their their country's basically been just, even if they, even if they declared victory tomorrow, the rebuilding of Ukraine will take decades. I mean, it's, it's a sad story, but that's just the truth. But in the moment they're they're fighting, Mm -hmm. you know, for their country. And so I think Biden Biden is all in, you know. Whether you like, whether you agree with him or not, on domestic policy, his policy's been pretty consistent with Ukraine, and that is, we're with you to the death. To the, oh, we're we're with you. We're we're with you. We the United States. We're with you to the end, and the end's going to be victory over Russia. Isn't that what he just said right there?
0: In order to um, enter peace negotiations, at least one side has to believe that there's no chance of winning. Of, of total victory and i don't know that uh certainly russia's uh, uh, putin is not going to admit that um and uh, at this point it doesn't look like Zelensky is ready to to say hey we're now, we're, we're below water and not going to surface again unless we make a deal so i guess
1: there's uh, they, i know there are probably some people listening right now who would say who would make the argument oh, we shouldn't be over there period giving them money, aid, weapons, nothing. If Russia crushes Ukraine, so be it. It's not our fight. I mean, right. that's some people would say that, yep. you know, they're not an NATO member, and so we're not obligated to uh, help, help them. But I guess, you know, Biden would say, uh, again, I'm no fan of Biden, but I think he would say we're obligated morally to help uh, Ukraine because it, uh, if you don't stop Russia now, they go to Poland next, and you're going to be in a war there. Yes. I'm, I'm sure that's probably what
0: that's they the would logic. The, huh? the, the other thing I think is worth kind of looking at is we are now uh, – China, as you guys have mentioned, not only is it funneling uh, money to now Ukraine, it is gearing up in the wait, – Wait a minute.
1: What now? What did you just
0: say? Not only is China we know now is kind of starting to team up with Russia to support Russia in Ukraine. But they are also gearing up uh, to take Taiwan, and they are sending balloons over the United States in an effort to say we own the skies over your country. They are they're itching for a war, and we are. And if you listen to some of our generals, I know the, the General Boykin, is it at uh, FRC, says sure, we need mm-hmm. to be preparing for war. And. Biden has started to say we can't send a lot of some stuff we cannot send to Ukraine because we won't have enough of it for ourselves. I think we are probably close to getting on a war footing.
1: Did we spend a million dollars shooting down a science club balloon the other day? I think we might have.
3: Yeah, the missiles <sighs> that were fired are, I'm told, about four hundred. I think Ray just expressed the feeling that all Americans on yeah, right. this one. What'd you oh, say? Fred? The missiles run yeah, three or four hundred thousand a piece. Uh, the aircraft are. Twenty million dollar fighter jets, yeah. But what? Uh, I mean, I saw that in the news. Is that true? We the blue, the little ones.
1: I'm not. We're not talking about that first one. That
3: right. Yeah, we're talking the, about the three we
1: shot down uh, out from Myrtle Beach. I'm not yeah. talking about that one. What? What now?
3: We're we're talking about the one uh, over uh, northeast Alaska, over Canadian Ucra- uh, Yukon, and then the one uh, over Lake, so Jura, Lake Huron. Lake Huron. Uh, we're told they run anywhere from twelve dollars to one hundred and eighty bucks. The balloons Or right. But what?
2: No, but was what, it? A,
3: what? 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 Wait a
2: minute! No, what? Obviously,
0: the, the the American military is not just coming out and saying that. Well,
2: they need to. The yeah. balloon cost.
0: What do you say?
3: The balloon cost twelve dollars. Yeah, that's what he. So 12, r- to, the range was from twelve dollars to one hundred and eighty dollars.
1: But there was some American Science Club somewhere. I forgot what state it was oh, in. Yeah. They said we think that's our balloon. Yeah. <laughs> Am I right?
3: Oh, yeah. mm-hmm. man. Oh, man. Well, well but
1: with <laughs> all due respect to our military, which I have great admiration for the sure. men and women who serve our country. Don't get me wrong about this, but my confidence <laughs> level in I don't know what uh, goes way down if you're telling me we sent up a fighter jet to sh- shoot down. We couldn't tell the difference between a a spy balloon. From China and a science club
3: <laughs> balloon. I mean, right. you don't, you understand what I'm saying here? Uh, I just, that makes me worried. Well, and note, please, we have been told in the last several days, again, the weather's too bad. We can't find any of the debris of these three. All right. Here's my suspicion. We don't want to find the debris of those three because it would confirm that there were nothing more than little science projects. Well, it seemed to me like a missile from a fighter
1: jet would obliterate a it, it
2: se-
0: could. said balloon. A, <laughs> you know, a tw-
1: twenty dollars balloon?
2: Yeah. I, have a,
0: I have a less hard time uh, thinking that they cannot find when they blow up something that weighs 20 pounds with a missile from like 60,000 feet that it
1: Okay, has there been any maybe I missed it in the news? Has there been any explanation the only from that, the Department of Defense about what we're talking about here?
0: The only thing they've said is we can confirm that none of these three were had any relationship to China that they are not Chinese. Meaning we let the one well, what, from China go across our country. Well, they didn't say exactly.
1: Well, they need to. Well, they need to say what it was who it was i mean otherwise we're thinking it's the you know green hill science club in, huh
3: in michigan or something i just made that up uh, (laughs) i i I think there was a political decision they knew they really blew it on the spy balloon i like the (laughs) pun the blue they blew it it. (laughs) and they they blew it on that they allowed it to you know head across the country and take pictures of our our military establishments and silos, missile silos in Montana. And then when, when it gets across the country, we, we blow it out of the air off in the Atlantic right. Ocean. Right. And I think they're embarrassed by that. So they said, all right, here's three little ones up here. Uh, let's go after them. And we can tell the world <laughs> that we shot right. down. Sure, surely it didn't go down like that.
0: <laughs> Fred, <laughs> I wouldn't have passed them.
3: Listened. Uh, it wouldn't surprise me at the all. High school science club. Yeah,
0: Heather and I were talking the other day about taking a balloon trip over, uh, you know, southern Mississippi. But uh, better she, she better rethink. She that. shot that one down pretty quick.
1: Uh, <laughs> shot that one down. Yeah. Gotcha. Got, got that, done. Steve. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Steve Jordahl, what's the next story, Steve?
0: All right, uh, let's talk a little bit about um, t- uh, education in America here. Uh, I want you to hear an Arizona teacher, her name is Alicia Messing, who was talking to an Arizona State Senate Education Committee last week. If you listen to Abe Hamilton, you heard this yesterday, but I wanted to play it for us and get y'all's comment. Um, this is a, a woke teacher who is saying that, well, parents shouldn't have uh, the the last word or maybe any say in what goes on in the classroom. Um, listen to, I don't know what, what cut he put it on. Um I'm sorry, folks, Um, nine.
2: I have a master's degree because when I got certified, I was told I had to have a master's degree to be an Arizona certified teacher. We all have advanced degrees. What do the parents have? Are we vetting the backgrounds of our parents? Are we allowing the parents to choose the curriculum and the books that our children are going to read? I think that it's a mistake. I'm just speaking from the heart. the one line that I love is: uh, "We must remember that the purpose of public education is not to teach only what parents want their children to be taught; it is to teach them what society needs them to be taught."
1: that, that sounds bad. Whoa, huh? Now, as I mentioned, we mentioned in our story show this morning to put this into a little bit of context. It is true. I think we all can concede this point, that uh, teachers go to college to learn how to teach their subject matter, right, in, in a way that the average parent can't, <laughs> I mean, I'm, but, right? right? Whatever the case may be, you have science teachers, you have math teachers, you have English teachers, and they're experts in their field, they're supposed to be. Uh, that's why they, as she said, get their master's degrees and so forth. So nobody's arguing that point that we don't expect uh, teachers to be more than qualified to teach their subject matter. That's not the issue at hand. I think that's what she's trying to conflate right there, That mm-hmm. be- between that and parents have a right and a, and a responsibility to be informed about what their t- what teachers are uh communicating in the classroom, because so much of today's
3: is indoctrinating in this woke stuff. Well, exactly. And we have two examples in the last week <clears throat> in Baltimore, Maryland, 23 schools. Not one student could pass the proficiency test in math and reading. Twenty-three schools in Baltimore. And now you sent out a story yesterday, 60? In Chicago it? area. 60. Could not pass basic math right, and reading proficiency tests.
0: Not a single student could pass a math or a reading, and in 18 of the schools couldn't pass either. That was in Chicago. In Chicago.
3: Yes. So parents do have a right to say, school, my kid needs to know how to read. My kid needs to know basic mathematics in order to be a, con- a contributor to our economy, to our society. But she said, "Ray, if you heard her, this was a public school teacher in
1: Arizona. She didn't say we need to be proficient in our subject matter. Right. we got to, to know
2: math, to... got to know history. No, she didn't say she's that. Not, she's not.
1: She said that. what society needs to hear. Yes, right. that's what she said. Right? Like but, she's a sociologist.
0: Or what something. society needs to them to know? They need to know something. They need to know that men can be women. They need to know that we can't have parents giving them values that oppose." Our values. You know, as I said,
1: that's a bad look. It sounds bad. Uh, And that's what caused the Democrats uh, statewide elections all over Virginia uh, not too long ago. Was that kind of an attitude expressed by Democrats that uh, get out of our way? Parents, we know best. And if uh,
2: you want to know why millions of people are turning to homeschooling or at least thinking about it, who were not thinking about it a couple of years ago, just listen to what she said.
0: Yeah.
1: Steve, we got about a minute left. You got any good news?
0: Um well, uh, Don Lemon is coming back to uh the morning show on CNN? What? Don Lemon was has been was banned from the He said yeah. something pretty uh sexist, they say, about uh mm. about uh Nikki Haley. Nikki Haley not no, he being said in her He prime. said he
1: said he said women
3: are past their prime when they get past 40.
0: Yeah. Days. Yeah. But yes. the
3: announcement he, this morning was he has to undergo formal training. He's going to go formal. That's what CNN said. Right. training? Yeah.
0: Yep. Whatever kind, the, the formal training. And he's given a, an abject apology. Tomorrow, if we if we have time, if we want to revisit it, I have a clip of Don Lemon from 10 years ago that you did yeah, not even recognize the guy. I know. That's good stuff.
1: All right, uh, ladies and gentlemen, thank you for joining us here on the program Today's Issues on American Family Radio. Uh, Our thanks to Chris Woodward and Stephen McDowell and Brent Creeley, our producer. The verdict will be in on whether Ed has jury duty. You like that pun right there? Uh, Tomorrow. If he's here and he didn't have it or they disqualified him. Uh, We'll see you back here tomorrow, everybody.